Discussions with a Nobody podcast. It is Saturday, February the 4th, 2023. We hope you are doing well wherever you are and, and uh, whenever this uh, episode finds you. A um, little, little different episode uh, this time around. There'll be no five questions or anything like that as I do on some of my um, more regular solo episodes, uh, solo discussions, because uh, I'll be joined uh, here momentarily with uh, with my uh, longtime friend. Um, haven't really uh, gotten a chance to sit and talk to him in a number of years. We touch on that and uh, and, and plenty of other topics, including uh, heading into our or near our 20th uh, high school reunion uh, this year. Uh, we both graduated in the year 2003. Uh, what it's like to be a parent in today's world. Um, he is a parent. I am not. Uh, we get his perspective on that, some current events, and uh, music, which is something that brought us together uh, years ago. My friend Eric Bropes will be joined here uh, in a moment by him, but just want to remind you that you can subscribe to the show on all podcast platforms if you are not subscribed already, and if you enjoy the show, uh, please uh, hit the subscribe button, give it a rating and review if possible, and uh, share it with somebody you think might enjoy it as well. I would certainly appreciate that. You can follow the show on Facebook, facebook.com slash discussions with a nobody or on Twitter at DWAN pod. You can find me on Twitter at big Jim sports and there you'll find the link tree and everything, uh, all the different podcasts that I do this one, which is kind of a little bit of everything. Um, then I have my uh, sports podcast, the huddle up podcast and, uh, all of the offerings that we have over there on that feed, as well as my wrestling podcast, three count Thursday. I also do, uh, in part of a Another wrestling podcast, the Take Three Wrestling Podcast. So make sure you check out all of that information on my link tree, on my Twitter at Big Jim Sports. But let's get right to my interview with my friend Eric Brobst. Uh, hope you enjoy it. And again, if you do, give it a like and a subscribe and uh, share it with somebody. Enjoy. All right, sitting here with my friend uh, Eric Brobst. Eric, uh, we've we were we were chatting here um, before we got going because it's we've known each other. We'll give a little background on that. We've known each other for it, what? It's got to be twenty. Well, it's, well, it's certainly over twenty years. Well, we're going to touch on that here in a second. Definitely but, middle school. So twenty. We've known each other for like twenty five years. Um, we were as when I when I was showing you around my house, we were talking about flooring and and yeah. <laughs> house and and carpet and things like that. You know, things that old it's guys wild. talk about. It's wild. Never in a million years would I think I would care so much about flooring. Right? Yeah. And and when like how quickly did that happen, right? But we'll we'll get into some of the yep. old we'll get into the old guy stuff. Um so I think we met I think we met in like eighth grade. And and I think the thing that, that first you and I started uh together as friends was you played guitar. I just started playing drums. You used to come over to my house yep. that I grew up in and we, we would play play around uh you mean was it um oh, who was it that ryan ryan walker yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we oh would gosh. uh we would annoy my neighbors for multiple hours gosh. on a saturday great memories man and you had a pug back then right i did i oh I, I think you were the first person i ever knew of to have a pug and I, every time i would come over i'd just be like oh my gosh this dog's so cool looking yeah yeah. That, yeah that was charlie he was um so at that point he would have probably been about six or seven so he had still had a little bit of energy Aww. Uh, when 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 we first met, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was uh, he was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, those were the good old days, man. That was a lot of fun messing around, smoke on the water, 
Yeah. Remember, we played a lot of smoke on the water. <laughs> uh, that's an easy one to play. That's, yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yep. Start, Got to start with the easy stuff first. So do you still play guitar? I do. Actually, yeah. I, I have um, a couple acoustics, a couple electrics that I bust out every now and then. And recently, I've been on a... It's funny how... how I don't know if it's like this for you. Probably not, because you seem pretty devoted to your hobbies. But through my life, I've gone up and down with hobbies and guitar has been one of those where I'll be obsessed with it for a while, and then it'll go many months gathering dust. I don't touch it, and then I get the urge again. So right now I'm on an upswing of playing guitar again. Um, okay. So I, I've got uh, two electrics that I've. I still have the blue one that that I had when we the used to, the one the, from back in the day. Yeah, from I, oh, that's awesome. I, I got it in 1998. Um, was the was that your first one? That was my very first electric okay. guitar, and I still have it. Yeah. So recently I replaced the pick guard. Um, I got a new Epiphone, uh, new to me, Epiphone Electric, um, the kind of like, imagine what Chuck Berry played. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like okay, red. gotcha, okay, so gotcha. that, but the Epiphone version. So I've been, I've been messing around a lot lately, and my oldest daughter just got into playing the clarinet and keyboards, so music's been like very much a part of our family recently, like this school year, so I don't know. She's kind of inspired me to want to start playing again, too, so. And your yeah. kids are how old? Uh, Eliza's my oldest, so she's 10, Fiona's 8, and Edith is 5. Wow, okay. Yep. Wow. It's crazy. I mean, there's there's people we graduated with. Um, so we graduated high school in 2003, uh, which which is 20 years. So we'll, we're, 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 I love what, we're, what our class is kind of doing. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. But um, there, like, there's people in our class that, that have like seniors in high school. Like, oh, I think yeah. Jared has... Bowers, yeah. they they have a their son's going to be a senior this year. I think he is a senior. Or is a senior currently. this year? It's yeah. insane. That is insane. Yeah, I actually <laughs> I I DJed a wedding for one of our classmates, uh, Chris Hess. Oh yeah yeah. yeah so okay. I DJed his wedding. Gosh, I think that was in November or December. I, I honestly have lost track of time. Um, and I saw a couple people from high school, and I was talking to someone who was a grade below us, and they've got. A senior in high school That's looking at college crazy. and i was like that is i cannot even i don't feel like an adult most of the time no uh -uh. It, it feels weird that i am actually in my late 30s and <laughs> i have kids yeah it's it's bizarre to me sometimes yeah i it, it man yeah i can't even i can't even fathom like we i mean obviously we don't we don't have kids but um now sidebar the dj thing you guys you're you're kind of wrapping that up right yeah, so I had a DJ business uh, pretty much started right after high school. Um, I DJed on my own for probably, gosh, maybe six years. And then I met with uh, my friend Mike. The two of us started the business together. Um, the Provolve um, was 2009. So we started off kind of slow. Then it quickly built up. That's like the early days of Facebook advertising. Sure. So we took advantage of that and um a lot of networking back in the day and then it just skyrocketed into there was one year where i had myself 43 weddings uh so that was wow. almost a wedding a weekend so there, there were weekends where i had a wedding friday saturday sunday um Man, and then gotta be exhausting oh it was i mean that was before kids then once kids came into the picture then we had to kind of cut it back a little sure. bit so in like actually a our original goal was to only do it for 10 years, which would have been 2019. Okay. But things were going so hot in 19 and then the pandemic hit. And then oh, so, so a I lot of weddings, a lot of weddings slowed down. Um, 
we had a lot of weddings cancel, a lot of weddings reschedule. And so Mike and I were thinking, man, this would probably be a good time to kind of pull out of the the wedding DJ business. So um, last year, 22, was our last full year of weddings. Um, now I were have... some of those like wrapping up yeah. some of those postpones from 2020? Yep, yep. And then um, I had two weddings booked this year in 23 that I have since passed on to the guys that used to work for us, okay. uh, work with us. Uh, we had two other guys. Um, they decided to start their own company after Mike and I decided we were no longer going to continue. So I passed off my remaining gigs to them. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's nice to see the continuation of those guys were with us 10 years. Um, and then they're, you know, they, they decided they still want to keep going. So they started. And, what, and what's their, my, my, give them, give them a shout out. I mean, sure. Maybe they're guys yeah. that you worked with yeah. and trust, like might um, as well give them the plug. So Finn as in like the end. So, um, they're, they're calling it Finn Entertainment, and their tagline is something about, like, you're happily ever after. So it's, like, the end, but, like, in a good way. Oh, so, yeah. Like, I mean, well, I mean, if you yeah. think about it, I mean, we're both married. You, you, when you get married, there's a end to yeah. your old life, right. and now yeah. you have your new life. Yeah, and yeah. So, yeah, that, I, like, I kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So they, they are, are Lancaster, still... Lancaster, PA-based? Yep, yep. They're still going strong. They've got a lot of weddings booked already this year. So I'm not completely out of the, the DJing. Like, I'm still involved with my daughter's school. Um, they have me doing an event in May, so I can't say no to kids and no, DJing events not. for that. So, and I'm, I'm also doing uh, later this month. I'm doing a father daughter dance for um, a local elementary school too. So I'm still, I still have my equipment. I still nice. have the music. I still love the music. So, you know, I'll still do things here and there, but nothing official and nothing like definitely not weddings. That that that's a DJing, huge that's a huge it's, commitment. It's, I mean, it's a lot of stress. There's a lot of anxiety, even after doing it for so many years. I still, oh, before every single wedding, I am panicking that maybe I, I mean, I, I still have dreams and nightmares like a couple <laughs> days before that I forgot about the wedding or oh. I went to the wrong venue. Or you got the wrong uh, first dance song. Yeah, that is like the that. biggest one. That is like my I'm number sure one that's, fear. Yeah. Forgetting either playing the wrong version or playing the wrong song altogether. And that's honestly only happened once, and it was at the very beginning. Um, there was an issue back when people still used flash drives. It was a uh. song. It was a song that I had to edit a certain way, and I put it on a flash drive, and the flash drive started like glitching. Oh no! It was pretty bad. <laughs> so that was that was like one of the. Yeah. So so once one bad thing happens like that, you're forever. Oh, it's, it's it's panic. Yep. I, I I totally get it. I mean, we've been. I've been doing the podcast thing for um, almost a decade now um, with the the wrestling guys. We've been doing commentary for That's wrestling cool. shows for um, over five years. And there was one time where um, we were set up on the stage at this wrestling show. And like I'm looking at my audio levels and everything just looks like it's at like a million decibels. And oh, I can't wow. figure out what it is. And I thought I finally got it figured out because I was able to kind of reel things in. And I, I get home and I realize... That I set my audio input for the little microphone on my computer. Oh. And not the soundboard. Gotcha. So oh. the audio was unusable and it actually kinda of, it, it worked out in our benefit. Unfortunately, like the show, the venue that the that the company was at, the the venue was a nightmare. They used their own video crew who never oh, wow. gave the company the video. Cause there was like, huh. you know, you've seen wrestling shows, guys yeah. throw microphones and drop microphones. Yeah, there oh, was a geez. whole gotcha. there was a whole big stink about the money anyway but the video never made it 
to like the the company's YouTube or anything like that. Oh. So the audio was able to just officially die. Oh wow. So ever since then, I mean, when when I do shows now, I I like triple and quadruple check my audio. So, so your and, audio is for someone else. Yeah. So so when oh. we when we do commentary for for the wrestling shows, like I we bring all our own equipment. We have all our own microphones. We have we actually have headset microphones, like you see with the broadcasters yeah, on TV yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, and we just we we watch the matches, we record the audio, and then we send it to the company, and they coordinate it with their video crew. Wow. So like, so so it's it, not just a podcast. Yeah, yeah, that that we're actually do like calling the action. Wow. like for these independent wrestling companies. That's um, cool. Yeah, so we've yeah, but I get it. Like the minute the minute something goes wrong, you will forever, forever. think of that moment. But yep, yep, and something always happens. Yeah, yeah, and I mean even even into the latest weddings i did in in 22 like there's always something where like in transporting the equipment someone accidentally bumped a button that when you get to the venue you assume nothing's been pressed right, everything's think, the same you don't think about it and then right. all of a sudden you hear like this weird buzzing in the speaker <sighs> and it's going to drive you crazy so you kind of start troubleshooting and going to every possible place you think it could be and then finally when you figure it out it's like Oh God! Okay, good. Crisis averted. Yeah. So that I mean, it, it's you know the money was good, the the parties were fun, but that stress just got to be too much. Sure, sure, and yeah, I mean it's like obviously with weddings, like that is that is the biggest day oh, for, yeah. for people, and um, yeah, I mean a a good wedding DJ, and you guys you guys were fantastic. Uh, we were we were <laughs> talking. I think really the last time that you and I really talked in person was yep. at our at our friend at our friend Jason's wedding Jason yep. and Karen and that was 12 years ago this That's summer crazy. which is insane like yeah. for for knowing each other as long as we have it's not like we haven't been haven't talked to right, each other right. but it's you know it's how we communicate now yeah. text via text, text facebook Instagram, messenger yeah, all that all kind that. of stuff but but like going back, then we also we were in in broadcasting class together yeah. for for four years, and that's in, unbelievable. In the old WHS uh, yeah. studio, what's happening at Warwick? Oh my god! You know, it's funny. I hadn't thought about that for years, and this morning when I was like just kind of thinking about what we were going to talk about in this podcast, it just popped into my mind. Oh yeah, we used to do something called What's Happening at Warwick, <laughs> and so I had an idea. It would be cool to do a What's Happening at Warwick. 20th year oh, edition man. where we you or we whoever interviews um classmates that's a really good idea and and we kind of just check in on them what they've been up to what they did you know since high school what they've been doing you know what what their plans are for the future like i mean i think it would be a neat way to kind of check in on yeah you know, and and i mean that's that's kind of a great transition point because like oh and, and it it dawned on me at some point like this past fall that like whoa we're like <laughs> we're going into our, our 20th year since we graduated high school which doesn't it doesn't make sense right it, like it, 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 it does not it's funny it does not it feels weird being here 20 years later like where did the time go how did this happen um but then at, at the same time it feels like such a lifetime ago yeah like I am a completely different person than I was back then. 100%. And, you know, sometimes when I think back to high school or even college or even like five years ago, like sometimes I'm just like, man, who was that guy? Yeah. Who like, and, and the, now, you know what, you know, what's a, a, a wild trip down memory lane is like the, the Facebook memories for like for yes. this day. Yeah. Like you click and you scroll back to like something you posted 13. seven years ago oh, or 12 yeah. years ago. And you're like, 
who the hell? Yeah. Who is that guy? Yeah. Why did he think that was funny? Who put you yeah, right? That's like, embarrassing. Like that joke wasn't funny. Like there's definitely been posts that like I've gone, you know what? I'm just going to yeah, silently delete this. Delete it from history. It did not happen. Like, That's funny. And, and not that I ever tweeted anything or posted anything that was like that bad. Like, like yeah. but even still, it's like you look at some of these things and go, well, no, that what like that's not funny. Like, why did who? Why did twenty three year old right. James think that was funny? And, and why did other people like this? Right? Wow. <laughs> I know, right? Um. So recently, I think it was um Megan Byerly, Megan Callahan, that um first started this i this discussion on one of like the reunion pages. Maybe it's just no, on the regular. I, I think Facebook it was her page. own. Like she posted something about like what's like is anything going on for our reunion? Because I mean we're it's February. I mean we're literally yeah. four months now yeah. from the twentieth anniversary when we graduated, yeah. and and like nothing's been planned. Nothing's been you know. And I get it, man. We're, we're right. life life is crazy. Right. Like out of nowhere we went from you know fifteen years to here we are at twenty. Like right. I feel like the last five years have have gone by insanely fast. Yeah, and she's this idea of like this bar crawl this Lidditz bar crawl because yeah. like there's a lot of these little little breweries and, and bars in Lidditz Lidditz like, is definitely on a much different level than it was when we were unrecognizable in yeah I mean I never would have thought that when I hang out with friends the first place we recommend is hey why don't we go to Bullshead or why don't we meet up at Blackworth yeah or uh, I still need to get to Blackworth. It's by very the way. good. I've heard it's fantastic. It's, I, I haven't been yet. It's so good. Yeah, uh, like, I gotta go. I'm just gonna have the to steak go. is incredible. The last time, we, actually, we were there a few weeks ago, and we got seated near the. Um, so their kitchen is open, and they've got uh, literally just a fire going. Yeah, I was saying the they got like a it's like an open open fire, fire. Pit deal so thing, and right? it's it's so hot that if you're sitting in the area near there. You can feel the heat from the kitchen. Wow, okay. It's pretty cool. And the, the food is incredible. The drinks, their bartenders are fantastic. All right. You're, Highly I'm, I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. Uh, our anniversary is in April, so maybe that'll be... Uh, yeah. Have anna- you been to Per Diem? It, the funny thing is, I haven't. I wor- like I worked out there. Yeah. You know, like that open probably for... It was open for probably about the last like two years that I worked out, out at Claire. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Never went. I think it's probably because like you clock out, you just want to get away, you get out of there from yep. that world. I do want to check it out. I've heard yeah. a lot of people so speak this pretty is, highly of so I think as well. The the when I think of people's reunions, I think okay, everybody pays for a ticket. And right, the gonna, old traditional, like, the old style. You go, go and somewhere. You, you rent a banquet hall right. at a hotel convention yeah. center, and and then you maybe, get a catered dinner. Maybe you hire a DJ. Maybe everybody's like awkwardly like, I don't want to dance. Right, so like everybody's thinking, dressed up. Like it, yeah. n- nobody wants to be right. Like, and and I figured like you know why make people pay for a ticket to go kind of sit around in a stuffy setting? So I thought, why don't we all just meet up at a bar. In we should Lidditz. probably start at Per Diem. Like, if, 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 if that's the furthest yeah, north. Yeah, yeah, we need to think of like logistically. I'm like, we should probably start at the one that we're going to have to drive from. So, like, you know what would be cool? <laughs> Ideally, and again, this is going to involve some sort of organization on I probably my part, somebody's <laughs> part. I think it would be neat to have a school bus. Oh man! Start us at Per Diem, and then from Per Diem. There's nothing along the way, right? 
Like it's just well, you can do. Uh, there's, I mean, fetish brewing is out there at the other at oh, Rock Lids as well. So I've you hit fetish and 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 um, I've, fetish is good. The, the beers there are good. I, I think they might have like snacks. Okay. Otherwise, it's mostly just like a little brewery. So maybe you start there, grab a couple of drinks, head over to Per Diem, and then yeah, there's nothing in between. You get then you get down to the the Toy Soldier Park View Hideaway, Bull's Head. Are those still open? Uh, I, the Hideaway is the Park View is the Toy Soldier. It depends on the day. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it would be so neat to have it. I mean, I don't want things to be timed, but, you know, kind of like when you go on vacation and you're part of a tour group, like, sure. you know, you're here for an hour and then you go to the next place for two hours. And then so it would be neat to start it maybe at noon on a Saturday and then kind of map out where we're going to be so that whoever wants to show up like, yeah, if you just want to go to Bull's Head at five o'clock. Well, eventually we'll all make it there. Yeah, because you know, obviously everybody has busy schedules. A lot of a, yeah. a lot oh, of. I'm us... not expecting people to come to every bar. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know I will. I mean, so will <laughs> I. But I feel I feel obligated to because this was all my idea, and it would be weird if I didn't participate right. in it the full way. So. Right. Well, you got to map out the whole weekend because then the next day is is rest and recovery. And then we all we meet are for, old people. We now. all meet for brunch or something. There we go. <laughs> yeah. That's the oh, that's that's a great idea. Yeah. Hit a brunch yeah. spot because we're all going to need a, a recovery. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, so per diem fetish, uh, maybe Blackworth for drinks, maybe um, the hideaway. Yeah, we could, yeah, the hideaway. That's a short walk. right? Or the park view. The park view is closer. Park view is right, like right across right the street from Blackworth. Okay. So those are a possibility like those five, six, then move up to Bull's Head. Uh, what's across from Bull's Head? There's the it's the. Um, was Joe Boy's right? Uh, Tide House now. Tide yeah. House. Okay, so Tide House, Stolen Wolf. Have you been there? I never have. Like I'm, I've never been. I've never been like a, uh, like a whiskey or like bourbon bourbon guy. Now just uh, re- so you haven't entered that no, stage. No, of, no, no. I have of manhood. No, no, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> so you're still stuck in beer. Yeah, I'm still stuck in beer. Recently, That's I've crazy. like graduated more to like the craft beer scene a bit. So I'm I'm getting there. Actually, recently I had dinner with with a couple of friends. And the one guy is like a huge bourbon guy. He's got like, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't even count the number of different bourbons. He's got like these limited release ones wow. that are like $300 a bottle or oh something like that. And uh, so he let me try a couple of them. And like, I mean, I, that's a harsh world to step into when you've never stepped in. Um, but I handled it. I didn't, uh, I didn't. I mean, could you, while you were drinking any, could you, could you. Could you see why people like it? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I didn't and know if it was completely like, nope, I hate this. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Okay. And and because like the like the first time I ever had an IPA, I was like, oh no, no, see, I, no, I could never. Um, I tried. Oh, see, I love them now. I, it's so, funny. So, so when so, you go beer, what's what's your go to? Uh, you know what? To be completely honest, I am. I've never truly been a beer fan. Okay. And if I have a beer now, it's after mowing the grass and making sure my lines are all straight i come into the house my man (laughs) i come into the house and maybe and and even this would be a long shot but at that point maybe i would have like a miller light okay but as far as like anything fancier than that maybe i went through a phase where i like a lot of uh, liked a lot of dogfish head okay uh like the sea quench ale Oh, Sequench um, is good. Yeah, yeah, uh, and a couple of their other. So you're going like weird... if you, if you would, you would go like lighter, crisper sort of a deal. You're oh, not yeah. going 100. You're not going stouts. You're nope. not going. Oh, God, uh, no. Stouts are gross. Stouts no. are gross. No I don't way. get. I don't get it. Yeah, is like... Guinness a stout? Is that yeah. considered a stout? Yeah. Okay, that I can handle. Guinness. So you can handle a Guinness. I can okay. handle a Guinness, but 
maybe just on St. Patrick's Day. No, well, you're not going to find me just hanging out drinking that. No, you know, I will say a, a drink that I still do like to this day. It's sort of beer based. It's you fill a glass halfway with Guinness, and then you use a special spoon and you pour cider, like a sweeter cider, oh, so that it makes okay. a half and half. And so. They do stay separated for the most part, but every time you tip your glass, a little bit of the Guinness. So huh. it, like every sip gets a little bit of both, and it's that's really good. And the best place for that is Quips in Lancaster. Okay. And I'm sure they still do it. You, you just ask the bartender for a snake bite. That's what they call it there. But a snake bite, I think, is a different type of shot. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, a, like different a, that's like a different shot. But, but for but some reason, specifically there. At Quips, if you ask for a snake bite, snake bite, that's what you'll get. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Uh, yeah. I, I've, I've, it's been a long time since I've been down to Quips. Um, we used to go down for like their wing night. Yes. Um, which is, I mean, fantastic. But yes. And now eggs are more expensive than wigs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I figured that out. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's so yeah, we because we, cause really like that's kind of the thought I had is is because I know some people that graduated in like 2002, 2001 and like some of them were like, there's no way I'm spending 70, 80 bucks for some sit down <sighs> dinner no. to and, and I think really kind of the reason like we're we're the first kind of social media generation. Mm -hmm. So all of us are connected facebook instagram yep. all of that so like the in the old days like kind of the purpose of reunion is because you know captain of the football team moved to los angeles and yep. you know the prom queen moved to maine and everybody just kind of went their own way yeah and you get back together every 10 10 years or so and what's happened in the last 10 right. years we all know right. what has happened with oh, each yeah. other in the yeah. last 10 years. We know what everybody had for dinner last night. Right. Because you, if you don't I even know what people's kids are up to. Right. Like if you don't gram it, then you right. didn't actually didn't have the dinner. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so we, we know. We know yeah. what's going on in everybody's life. So, yeah, like because because I've said to him, like, I don't I don't really have a desire to, to get dressed up. I'm not a dress up guy. No. I'll be honest. Like yeah, me neither. So I don't have a desire to get dressed up and go out to, and like I would, but but I, I it's that's not something that interests me that much. I'm and probably I mean, it, where would it happen around here? There's no there's no real. I mean, I guess the the Marriott probably a wedding venue is downtown, what you would have to do. Like a, I, I guess it's like the Marriott downtown Lancaster. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, who wants to do that? Right. And, and what I mean, I think it's it's. Not only a, an easy way for everybody to just kind of pick and choose where they want to come in yeah. and what time and for how long, um, but it, it it spreads the money around in Lidditz. Absolutely. And yeah. why wouldn't we want to support all of these bars in our local, like where we grew up? Exactly. And yeah, I think I think it's a great idea, and I think I think it's going to be a blast. And I know a couple people have said like, oh yeah, I can't, like, I don't want to commit to a whole day and I don't want right. to yeah. So yeah, like dropping at the bull's head. Like, yeah. and, I, and I think that's good. Like kind of give like a general time frame. Like, hey, people are probably, you know, we're going to start here at this time. People will probably start heading to this place around this time and, and whatnot. So like if some people want to like linger around at per, yeah. per diem a little bit longer, yeah. Yeah. they can do that. Like, and then they can catch up with us wherever yeah, they want later. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this. It, it, it's definitely a, a much... Uh, much different and and i think the the best way to, to yeah. do these things yeah. now um we should probably give a fair warning to all of the local establishments just in case they get completely swamped by us yeah yeah and yeah. especially you know i mean 
in in June, like, I'm trying to think. Like I don't I don't think there's any like huge events in June because like the town's getting ready for the when's the beer festival the Fourth of July. That's usually in the fall. The oh, craft okay. beer thing. That's usually in the fall. Like the craft shows in the middle of summer, like August, I think. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll kind of maybe a couple. What a couple of us will probably need to do is just kind of like form a Facebook message with each other and yeah. just be like, we should. We should probably try to like target. We a should date. have a couple practice runs. Well, yes, you know I love that. I <laughs> practice love that. crawls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just make sure. And then, like, while we're there, we'll just be like, hey, like in June, you're, we're, you're going to see a lot of yep, people. Yep. Here. Hopefully, um, hopefully, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like to me, and I, I think you hit it really well. To me, it doesn't feel like it's been 20 years, but then there's also times where it's like. Man, it certainly fe- maybe it, so. There's certainly times it feels like more, uh, like uh, yeah. Just I mean, even like because you know, obviously, when you think back, you're not just thinking back to your senior year. You're thinking back to sometimes middle school, sometimes yeah. like the early years of high school. So yeah, it's. I mean, you're you're thinking twenty plus years, twenty five, thirty. I mean, gosh, thirty years ago, I was in what second grade. So I mean, yeah, you're covering a lot of ground in that 20 to 30 years it's a lot of big things happen and it's crazy to me that now that i have my own kids and i see you know other parents posting on on facebook like what what they're going through with their kids entering middle school or high school or whatever and it's mind-blowing to me that as a society and i guess as just the human race around that time frame you're supposed to know and be ready for the world and off you go at 18 and I mean obviously I was ready I went to college I I got through that I had a couple jobs during college and you know I I, I got responsible pretty quick but it's mind-blowing that at 16 17 18 like you're expecting kids to know and and be ready to go out like there's still stuff I'm learning now yeah that that like would have been amazing if I would have known 20 years ago when I was graduating high school and to, to kind of bring it back to how we know each other, I was so focused in high school on my career. Like, I was obsessed with broadcasting, so I only took broadcasting classes. Like, if I could have filled my entire day for four years with just broadcasting Same. classes, I would Same. have done that. I did. I took a, a journalism class, a couple of extra, like, writing courses. Um, like, my mind was just set on working in broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And then... Once I got to college, same exact thing. Did not even look at any other options. Had my blinders on. And then the semester, my last semester, so the final semester of college, I was working in radio and I decided one day, this is not what I want to do Wow! for the rest of my life. I don't want to do this. So I, I, I was recently talking to a friend whose daughter is entering high school and um, they were talking about how there's like, offerings for AP courses to ninth graders and the the thought of like having a kid select something so early for a career and like it's just mind-blowing to me so the advice that I always have given to people that have kids or or they're you know they're going into that age group like don't be as focused as I was yeah I I like keep your options open um like I wish I would have been more open to other courses, other, I mean, cause initially I just wanted to go to a broadcasting school after high school. 
I almost so did as well. Not even like a you don't even get like a college degree. It's just like an eighteen month. Mm-hmm. You are somehow certified or whatever you get your degree in, and then off you go. But my mom insisted you have to go to college. Like there's no option. You're like no other option. You're going to college. So um, yeah, See, I, just, I, I I tested. There was a there was a school in in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, that I went down and tested, and I almost like I almost went. The thing that kept me from doing it was I went. I went and I took the test. I got approved. And I, and I go, I sat down and I started thinking about it. And I was like, if I do this, like I will be starting my career when all of my friends are going into their sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I don't think I want to, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. So then I, then I went to right. Then I went to when I went to college and, yeah. and I, yeah, it was the same thing. Like it was always, it was always broadcasting for me. And then, like I, I mean, I left. I left school in 07. I never. I didn't graduate college. Oh, you um, didn't? No, I never graduated. What? Yeah. I, I. So. So wait, wouldn't that have been 07? The year would have been graduated? my. Would, That's when I graduated. Yeah, it would yeah. have been. It would have been my last year. Oh. And so, how how close are you? Uh, I basically have 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 oh. a year left. It was basically a year, a semester of class and a semester internship, and I would have been done. But. What ha- what happened was my roommates and I we we didn't get a house on ca- or a place to live on campus. We found a place just a little bit off, and like I moved my stuff in and I was getting ready to go. And like this is like literally the going the the week before I was supposed to go back. Um, I just there was something that hit me and and I said if I go back if I go back to do this this year and I live I think it was about a. Si- five to six minute drive in into Kutztown into into campus I said I will never make that drive on a daily basis there what? was I don't know like something just hit I'm like wow I just the, like I didn't have the, I didn't have the fire to do it I didn't I didn't oh. feel like I was so I was just went I going to school this year would be a complete waste of money because I would I would never make it to class I would literally be lighting money on fire wow. for a year so my my parents were on vacation at the time. They were up in Maine, and I I literally called them one night and I said, "I'm not going back to school this year. I'm I'm not going back." How did it hit them? Uh, they were like, "What?" <laughs> I'm wow. like, "I'm," and I I just explained to them like, "I I can't I can't do it right now. Like, I don't know. I I, I there's just something in me. It, it, it's not going to work." And then they asked me. They go, "Well, are you going to work full time?" I go, "I have no clue. I hadn't thought past that." So I literally went to my job the next day and was like, "Hey." Can you hire me full time? And they went, I don't know. Oh, and I go, oh shit! Oh like, no, <laughs> life hit real quick. They ended up dead, and I and I worked there until the until the pandemic. But, um, yeah, like I don't know what I don't know what it was, but like I I, I had been so focused, like you, on broadcasting was going to be my career, and then I mean I worked in the live audio industry, so I kind of worked yeah. adjacently a bit. It wasn't what I ever had set out to do. Right. What but, did, I can't remember what did you want to do. I wanted to be a uh, sports radio, like or oh, a radio, gotcha. like a radio yep. guy. Yep. Um. I mean, twenty years later, I'm yeah. podcasting all yeah. the time, so I kind of I turned it into a hobby myself. Yeah. Um. But yeah. It, so. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's great advice. I don't have kids, so like, I, I probably shouldn't hand out advice to parents. But but I no no. I mean, but it, I think it, in hindsight, yeah, like not being so laser focused, like right. you know, I, I think a, I think a great a, a great tool 
would be like, hey, go and like try and knock out like your gen eds. Even if you want to go to like a community college or something, mm-hmm. go knock out your gen eds. Keep in the back of your mind, like, hey, I want to do, uh, I want to go into biology or I want to go mm-hmm. into broadcasting or whatever. Do your gen eds, kind of feel things out, and as you start to, because I mean, dude, like seventeen years old, like. That's too young. You're freaking clueless. Like you're really. Cl- I still don't know what I want to do. When no, I grow up. no. Yeah. I mean, and and honestly, and and I think, like our generation and and what what's coming after it has been kind of this big change and kind of transitioning into this this current event state of the world mm-hmm. thing is our generation similar to being the first of the social media generation, we're the first one that like, basically we were all forced to go to college because like our, like a lot of, a lot of parents in our generation didn't. So like they were like, you need a college degree to get a good job and this and that. So we were all pushed to college and now like the chickens are coming home to roost because like we're all going, well, we went to college, so we want to get compensated for the fact that like, we did go to college and we have these degrees yeah. and this and that. So like that's been kind of this 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 great divide. And now but- it's acceptable. I mean, I feel like it's more acceptable as a society and encouraged even more than it ever was for high school kids to explore a vocational career. Yeah. And that's that's something that I feel like I don't know where it came from, but I feel like when we were in high school it was there there was like I don't know. Uh, not a stigma. I can't think of another word, but like you, you didn't want to do the Votech stuff, right? It was almost um, like the last option, it right? Or like. it was like you, you were almost, yeah, almost kind of like the outcasts or like the nerdy kids. And 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 I don't, and I don't say that disrespectfully. It's just kind of like the way that it felt when we yeah. were in school. Is like, oh, like they're going to, like, yeah, there was this kind of this weird stigma to it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're going to. They're going to tech school, like yeah. there's kind of a lot of weird kids, yeah. and that's cert- like that's not the case. Like, and and I think as we've certainly as we've gotten older, and and you you realize like like just let everybody be be how they want to be. Like, yeah. um, yeah, I think I think seeing that shift and and not quote unquote needing now certainly if you want to be a psychologist right. or a doctor, yeah. oh, or, like, there's certain professions that obviously to. you still right. have to go to school. But like, there's there's certainly plenty of, of great jobs out there that you can go to a tech school or you can learn kind of on the on job. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it it's it's wild to see this 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 change, and I think too, um, the pandemic has has kind of reset and changed everything. See, it did, but at the same time, I feel like we're back to the way it was before the pandemic. Right now, kind of in general, yeah. it feels like. For a while, especially at the very, very beginning, like once everybody knew, okay, this isn't going away anytime soon. Yeah. We're we're stuck here for a little longer. So I'm thinking maybe like mid April, maybe early May. Um, that spring, I, and I know it affected people in drastically different ways. But for my situation at the time, where I was working, paid me until they figured out how we were going to go back to work. And okay, the the where I was working didn't ever have this obviously nobody had this but they didn't even have the equipment necessary to allow people to work from home what, so, what is it I mean you don't have to say so, where, well, where you work time, if you don't want to but no, 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 what, I will. What, what do you do at the time I was working for county government 
So a lot of what I've done since graduating college has been working for either the state government or county government. So I worked for right out of college, like five months later, I started working for the Department of Welfare as a caseworker. Okay. And that was around 2008, 2009. Um, Then from there, I ended up moving into the Department of Labor, uh, the Pennsylvania State Department of Labor. Worked there for seven years. And then I worked in county government for domestic relations for four years and during covid like when that first happened we were being paid like we didn't have to go to work at all for two whole months wow okay until they like they literally it took them two months to figure out and roll out a plan so they ended up buying a ton of laptops they ended up i don't know having to have some sort of remote desktop system installed on the server or whatever so it took them two months to even get us to the point where we could work from home. So then we were working like maybe one day a week. Um, so for for that two months, I was completely like no responsibilities. Thankfully at the time, I you know, since I was being paid, like I didn't have to, I literally did not have to worry about anything. Yeah. It was a blessing. I mean, it was, it was, it did amazing things for my family. And I think for the most part, there has been some societal change that came from COVID. But I remember at the beginning of it all, it felt a lot more hopeful that this could be a massive, true reset. Like people were going to think differently. Politicians were kind of going to kind of ease off on whatever their issues were (laughs) with, with, you know, opposing parties. And, you know, right. Because at at first, like it it, it did kind of have this this like great great uniting feeling yeah like everybody's like, like we're all going go through home this together. we're all dealing with it yeah. and we're, we're all you know everybody kind of encouraged it was the same message and then yeah very well but then very quickly <laughs> that changed <laughs> i mean it, it i think the only thing that we've had in our generation more so than the pandemic was when 9-11 happened yeah that really was a time where everybody i don't remember anyone bickering or like everybody at that time had the closest thing that we will ever have to being united in my opinion i don't think there's yeah, ever going to be I another think, time I, yeah i think i think here um you know unfortunately i think we, there's there's been a lot of stories like in it's i mean in new york like um you know business business owners that that were of like middle eastern descent and things like that we've we've come to learn were oh yeah ostracized but yeah like i think i think locally to here yeah uh yeah there was there was certainly this feeling and i mean it in we were juniors in high school so uh you know the the perspective of it you know for us i think was was certainly different too because yeah i like I, i mean i remember in those those days and, and months after it was yep. just kind of like, yeah, we're all just, we're, we're going through this together sort of yep. a thing. And then, you know, the world gets back to normal back eventually. To normal, and then we end up realizing, <laughs> I don't know what your thoughts are on conspiracies, but all kinds of things are now, I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all, but there are certain things that 20 years away from it, you start thinking of in different ways. And, you know, yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, obviously everybody knows that the war, that that led to us going into the war in Iraq. Oh yeah, Afghanistan. I mean, the, like the, so, and then in hindsight, many years later, we realize okay, some of this was kind of shady. Some of this was, 
you know, some of this was used as an excuse to get Saddam or at, at, all at that the, stuff. At the very least, a a national tragedy was the was the ticket to George Bush sending us to to war. Basically, at at at, at the very. Conspiracy theories aside, because and trust me, there are a plenty. If, if oh, you yeah. want to dive into them, um, which I, I I don't because I'm not I'm not that guy. Um, but yeah, it's certain. Most certainly, it is. It was it was galvanized and it was politicized mm-hmm. um, to to for two wars. One of which is still going on, <laughs> twenty two years later. Um, but yeah, and and we're obviously we're we're seeing it now and. Um, so you kind of you kind of touched on, like with with being being a parent and and you know trying to start guiding kids towards towards college or whatever they want to do and kind of keeping this open mind, but and we'll we'll get into to some of the the current topic things uh, of, of today, but like like just just in general, like what's it? Because I, I obviously I have I have no clue. I don't have kids. But like, what's it? What's it like being a parent in today's world? Because on the outside looking in, it seems terrifying. I'm not gonna lie. So uh, that's that's a big. It's a lot. To certainly, it's a big sweeping um, question. But so it is. Every generation is going to have its difficulties and its dangers, or its its things that you're super worried about um i think the thing that worries me the most is them not being prepared for so let me back up Mm -hmm. obviously childhood a time of innocence a time of learning a time of seeing the world you know, through rose-colored glasses, which is... I, and I would certainly... I mean, that's that's the way it's I supposed to be. I would certainly think, like, trying to, to keep them as, as innocent right. as long as they can, right? And, and, and there's many ways that society, that classmates can ruin that innocence, whether on purpose or accidentally. Sure. And it, could, it can be something as simple as Santa doesn't exist. It's something as more complicated than that, like... Uh, you know, I, some sort of sexual assault or, right. or maybe accidentally seeing something that they shouldn't have seen or maybe a kid was acting a certain way and did something stupid. Uh, it, the, it's those things that I worry about as a parent, I think. Okay. I, I don't really worry about like them being on social media. And, and I know our generation, our parents worried about us being in front of the TV too much. Sure. And this generation of parents right now I can imagine there's there's a lot of worry and there's a lot of stress over screen time. And I, you know, on a daily basis, I'm I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they've been on their iPad too long or they've been on the Switch too long or they've been watching TV too long. Like but I've I've noticed that my kids only do it when they've been at school all day and they've been stressed at school and so they come home and just like we did when we got home from school, they got plop down in it, front of their iPad and zone out for an hour yeah or two. i mean I, you know i would i would come home and play nintendo 64 yeah yeah you know for for an hour or two before right. dinner so and i think a lot of it is just the biggest thing about parenthood that i'm learning as of lately is putting myself in their shoes and trying to imagine how i saw the world when i was their age so 10 8 5 so what to me as a parent seems like a big deal sometimes 
is it really a big deal? Is this truly something that I should be worried about at this moment? Or can I chill out about it and, you know, hey, you're a kid. Let me just, you know, yeah, let, me, let you have this moment. Let me, or, let me breathe for a minute. Right, like, let right. Me, so, let me yeah, take I mean, myself out of this. The, the screen time, that's not really something that I worry about too much. And I, and I think maybe it's because my, my wife and I have been very, very um, open with them about a lot of things. Like we've tried to, like we have a lot of good communication with our kids, and they've awesome. they've they've been able to like ask us a lot of big questions. And of course, with you know the the my wife has cancer, so that's also led to a lot of really big conversations at a, a young age for them. So I feel like luckily for us, they are all. I mean, we don't really know about the five year old. She's a beast. She's her own little. <laughs> she's her own little monster. But at least the older two are mature intellectually more than I think they should be for their age. So, so they're, they're well equipped to, to kind of be in the world um, right now. I mean, there's still a lot of moments where I do see, oh yeah, they're, they're still kids, but then there are moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, they really understand what we're talking about or they understand. I, 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 I get a feeling and, and I don't know if it's just because we're older and can see it differently, but I, I, I feel like the, the, the generation that are kids now, you know, 15 and, and younger maybe have are are more equipped for more for reality in, in the world like mm -hmm. like if if and maybe it's because we went through 9-11 and economic crashes and things like that so yeah. we're and we're the social media generation so we're maybe tuned in differently than our parents were um so like maybe as you the this generation of parents maybe um, does does treat things still let kids be kids, but also um, wants to wants to give a base of reality so that when something hits that is serious at age eight or age ten or age twelve, it doesn't it doesn't hit as heavy right. because you're not everything is sunshine and rainbows. Not right. everything is. Yeah is is happy like you can wear rose colored glasses and certainly you don't want to you don't want to have a 6 year old face all of the harsh realities right. yeah. of this world but like i mean you know when when in in 2009 when my when my dad was arrested mm -hmm. and like sent our family into turmoil I can't imagine. like it was i mean i went i was so in 2000 i was 24 well, just about to turn 24. I went from being a immature, dumb 23-year-old to I I had to grow up super quick. Like and and so like years later, I remember like I had friends that I worked with that were that were 23, 24, 25, and I'm like, man, these kids just seem so dumb. Like they seem so dumb and immature. And I went, time out, man. Like yeah, you didn't get like I didn't get to do that. So yeah. like. So yeah, I think you know. I, I just I, I look at I look at kids sometimes, like friends of mine that have kids, and I'm like, the the kids seem so, so much more equipped, yeah, for big things, yeah, than than I felt when I was younger. And I don't know if it's just like as a generation of parents, we're we're exposing our kids to maybe more media that deals with these topics, or I mean, because we watch. We we watch a lot of movies with our girls that maybe are a little older for their age. So, I mean, again, going back to how mature they are, they can handle... Like, I watch, with my 10-year-old, 
I watch Stranger Things with her every morning, and okay. she loves it. Like, and and she still not, haven't watched. I need to watch it. I mean, it's it's good. I, I've had so many people recommend. Yeah, it Yeah, no, me. it's it's definitely good, and especially it's definitely got that like '80s nostalgia. They really hit that hard, and it it, it you know brings back a lot of of, of nostalgic feelings of of the '80s. But I, so she can handle that, and I feel like we've always been, we've always explained things to them. Um, we've had a couple deaths in the family in the last you know, five or so years and they've been to funerals and, you know, I, I had not been to a funeral ever until I was probably in my mid twenties. Wow. Yeah. So, so I feel like they're experiencing the world way differently than I did. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, my, my, uh, no, I don't remember my uncle, my dad's brother died when I was four. Okay. Um, but my, my grandpa's died when I was seven. And like wow. I had other people, so like yeah, because I, I I knew I wow tw- in your twenties that's yeah. insane. Like I knew some people that like their first funeral they went to, and was it wasn't even like it wasn't even for a family member. Wow, it was for my I mean it, well, she, she was family, but it was my wife's aunt who had passed away. Okay, um, she had died from cancer, so it wasn't like for real. If I'm going to talk about a funeral that I attended as someone who was directly affected by the death of another person, it was when my grandmother died in 2018 so wow yeah so so really i mean yeah i i really have not had i mean for good or bad whatever it is what it is yeah um but then you know they they were at the funeral when my grandmother died they experienced all of that they were around everybody being sad so i don't know maybe it's just uh, but a bit i mean i feel like the the thing that everybody worries about going back to the screen time thing is that kids nowadays aren't going to have the right social skills yeah but I, I mean, volunteering at my daughter's school, they recently had their talent show and being the audio guy that I am, I got volunteered to run all of the audio for their talent show. So <laughs> that, and, and you know, so I, I, I had to go to a couple of, of rehearsals. I had to go to a couple tryouts. I, I sat through two performances running audio and having to interact with the stage crew and the kids. I think kids are fine. There's like I I have not, and I mean granted it could be those kids are in a talent show because they have the outgoing nature yeah. and they do have the, the the social skills. But you know I also coach softball. Um, that's a huge part of my life right now. I'm actually the commissioner of the the Hempfield Youth oh, Association awesome. softball league. So, um, and I've coached eight youth, so that's six, seven, and eight year old girls for the last four seasons. So I'm entering my fifth season. I'm moving up to 10 you now because my daughters are oh, a little yeah, yeah. older. So they're moving up in age. So I'm moving up with them. And in the four seasons I've coached six, seven, eight year old girls, I'm not worried about kids. Yeah. The and kids, I mean, the kids are going to be all right. Yeah. And, and I think too, like the, the thing we've learned is, is like, it is okay if, if you're a little bit introverted and things like that, or yeah. if, you know, if you get, if you get some of your social time, cause like you think about it, there, there's so much like online gaming and stuff like now that instead of your like i mean i had friends over at my house all the time like you would come over to my house like mm-hmm. uh like kids in the neighborhood would come up uh gavin would be yeah. at my house all like all summer but like and a lot of times what we would do is we would sit around and we would play video games yeah and now you're doing that but you don't have to you don't be have to come room. over to each other's yeah. house like you can you can do it from your own room so so kid and you know, I, I I agree. Like, it certainly is is good if you get kids out and play in the park or go, yeah. uh, you know, play softball or whatever. But 
you know, some kids aren't athletes and some mm-hmm. kids, you know, aren't a fan of going and, you know, swinging on swings and climbing on, yeah. uh, on, on things or, or stuff like that or going on hikes. And that's okay, too. So, but if they're socializing uh, on video games like that, yeah. that's cool. But yeah, it, so that's good to hear, man. Like it, it's, and I think maybe sometimes it, it's for me, I, you know, I look at the world through my own eyes and not through the eyes of, of somebody with kids. So it's like, you know, it, it seems, and I'm sure I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm sure there are times when you're just like, man, this, this has got to be like a scary world. Like, I mean, we're going through a time where school boards are banning books and, um, you know, even I know, here in Warwick, right? Isn't yeah, that happening here. Yeah, it, there's a coalition of crazy people that are trying to trying to shut down books, and I mean, we're seeing. I mean, Florida looks like the g damn Wild West. We where, could we could talk all day about, and then they, that'll maybe be so. You know, the, the, this will certainly not be the last time you and I sit down uh, with these microphones. New shoes last night, and I'm like messing with my one shoe here and. There, got it. Aren't new shoes the worst? Like, oh, they're gosh. the best and worst. Like, yeah. I love new shoes, but, like, <laughs> to get them to feel like the old shoes is yeah, such a battle. Weird. That was weird. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what I was going to say about the book banning thing, I, I have a friend. I actually hung out with him last weekend at Bullshead. The best, let me tell you this. The best time to go to Bullshead is on a Sunday when the Eagles are playing. Oh, I'm sure. Go to a bar like Bullshead that doesn't have any screens. The place was a ghost town. It was oh man, so that's nice. a great idea. Oh. oh man, you know you know the lounge area because that... you've never been you've never been a big football guy, right? No, I'm so not. I, I it is it's like not, it's not your it's not your bag. I'll watch it if it's on. Yeah, especially I'll I'll definitely watch the Super Bowl. I I, I only watch like hugely important games, sure. and even when they're on, I'm half ass paying attention. Yeah, I got you. I got yeah, you. football's not really my thing. Um, but. He okay, so he's an English teacher at a local high school, and he has experienced the parent saying, "I don't want my kid reading that book." And it's it's funny because the one book that they had a problem with, and the book that they recommended, the book that they recommended was actually like more kind of worse in a, yeah, in like a way more problematic right in, in so it, it, it just makes me think like are these parents actually reading these things are they actually do they truly know what they're talking about or are they just it's it's they're are just, they just assuming they're that, rehashing uh, something they read on a, a facebook headline I, I, like i don't understand why teachers have become the enemy and i i when you think about it i mean really it's it's I mean, how, and how quick did it happen? Two years, three years ago. Hell, three. I almost said two. We're in 2023. Three years ago since it started. Teachers were the heroes, right? Teacher, yeah. Teachers and doctors oh, yeah. were heroes. Yep. And, now and three years later, they're the biggest enemy in the world. It's it, that it happened so quick. And it's funny to me that that like people are so worked up about things that they shouldn't truly. I I feel objectively they they're worrying about things that they shouldn't worry about. And they're choosing the wrong enemy, mm-hmm. and they're flipping out on the wrong people. I mean, I you know I could name all the ways that they're being wrong. <laughs> like you 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 have your mind wrong, and if you truly do care about what book your kids reading, or if you're that devoted to their education, run for office. Exactly. Run for school board. Run for whatever. If you care that much, uh, I mean, <sighs> homeschool your kid if you care that much. Yeah, and and so I have one of my best friends has a has a niece who's in middle school, and 
so we talk about this the the the, the whole book thing and and all, all of these these issues regularly him and i because uh he'll vent to me and and um like one of the one of the biggest voices in in this warwick coalition of, of book banners or whatever the hell hell they're calling themselves um i remember one time seeing him comment on something about how like you know i didn't even know that like this book was was uh being offered in schools and somebody replied to him and was like they sent out a list at the beginning of the year like did you not read the like did you not read the list like are you too busy trying to like pick a fight pick your fight on online instead of like re- and and again i i don't i don't have my hands in it as deep as as ever cuz i don't have kids so like i'm aware of what's going on so when it's time to to vote for school board elections and things like that that I'll, that i'm keyed into it but yeah like i'm just going i i feel like instead of like yelling about it online like you should maybe be looking and being able to cuz like you're allowed to select like the books that um, in this case, it, with 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 this particular situation, you're allowed to select like these certain books that like your kids are approved to read. So I'm like, just look at the list and approve, approve or disapprove certain books, man. Like you don't like, and, but, I and, mean, and we're in a, in in a public setting. Yeah, is shouldn't that be how it is? Like, yeah. like if you want if you want to pick every little thing, homeschool them or send them to private school where they yeah. can do that stuff, right? Right. I it it's it's. Gosh, I mean, I've got so many thoughts running through my mind right now. Like, it, <laughs> and I'm sure it, we can. Well, event maybe. Uh, oh yeah, this. I mean, this long, could be an entire. Be longer, you know, uh, if, if, if there's one thing here, here it is. If there's one thing that worries me about being a parent, is other parents. Okay. Other that parents that are raising their kids in a way that I disagree with, and you know, every here's the problem. Everybody thinks they're right. Yeah. You think you're right on this topic. Well, I think I'm right on this topic. Well, he thinks this way about this. Like, It's to the point now where everybody has an opinion, and it's not even an opinion. It's like everything they believe is sacred. Right. And, what and, and I believe. Every, every opinion becomes fact to them. But like... And, to them. To yeah, them. And that's and, the problem. See, and that's the problem because like, okay, then if you're thinking of it through that lens, well, what makes me right? Yeah. But I just have this innate sense of what's right and the things that these people are worrying about or these things that they're using like the way that they're raising their kid like you're raising an asshole or you're <laughs> you're like think about it like is this really the hill you want to die on for your kid what like what are you actually what, what's your problem what what is your deal what is it about this book that is bothering you so much yeah what, what like you really think that your kid reading this book is going to completely rock their world to the point where they're going to be a different kid. Like, I guarantee whatever this book is offending you about, your kid's already seen it on YouTube. Your kid's already seen it in a movie. Right? Your kid's already seen it in a show. That, what, like, the things that people should be fighting about, get better food in schools. Mm-hmm. Give kids more time outside. Like, I don't know. I, I Obviously, don't leave me in charge of running a school. But, like, <laughs> it's weird to me that a fourth grader gets one recess a day but my second grader gets two i i would think a kid's a kid if you're 10 if you're eight if you're five right you're you're a kid and kids are supposed to be outside kids are supposed to play kids are supposed to run around give kids more outside time um get them out into the real world more and even at a younger age like there are so many other things that we should be worrying about 
more so than worrying about what's in a book that yeah, was written I, 50 yeah, years ago yeah, or 100 I, years ago. I see these I see instances of, you know, there's these lunch or, or even breakfast programs at school that they're trying to cut funding for and I'm going, "Wait, like you're we're we're spending hours and weeks and months worried about a a book." Yeah. And there's there's kids that would be coming to school and and that breakfast and that lunch are the only the only meals that they might have that day and you're 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 so focused on banning books that you're just you don't care that they're cutting the, the you know the the meals from kids or you know and and obviously like you know like another big thing is is like the the, the these people who are anti women's right i mean we're we're setting we're our country's like going b- backwards at a million miles an hour and 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 yeah maybe this is maybe this is all um for for a di- for a different podcast in and of itself but like i mean you have you have three daughters man like is is that part like that part's got to be scary right so again it's i i not because of what you like right, you guys no, are, are I'm, I'm raising my girls i mean they they play softball they are like i talk to them truthfully about what's going on in the news or whatever like they are good kids they're gonna you know kick so much ass someday and i'm raising them to kick someone's ass who might not be nice to them or and i don't mean literally kick their ass but like you know i'm not raising wussy girls but what worries me the most is parents who are raising boys i mean even girls whatever it could be whatever I mean, I I am just worried about how other people are raising yeah. their kids and how it might not be what I want my children to be around. Sure. Um, whether that's you know just bad attitudes or bad vibes or believing in things that we don't necessarily believe in or even activities that we don't necessarily participate in. Like I, I don't know. I just what I worry about is the way that other people are raising their kids, and I hope that they're doing just as a good. Just as good of a job as I'm trying to do. Um, yeah. And obviously there's going to be cases where as a parent you try and you do your absolute best and then your kid goes out and acts like an idiot somewhere and now people yeah, are looking I, at I, you like yeah, you did something wrong. I mean, wrong. people are going to be people and that there's only there's only so much that, 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 that you can do, certainly. And I mean, you know, I, I think I think one thing for me that, that, is, that has come out of the last three years is I'm not afraid to cut somebody out of my life if they don't they don't belong there mm-hmm. um yeah. and it doesn't matter if they're if they are family by relation or not yeah. i mean there's there's people even in my own I mean, extended family can be that, an asshole. yeah that, that, that i that i um that if i see them at a holiday or something i will be cordial but outside of that like i don't i don't talk to them anymore got, like yeah. we don't hang out with like because you know in 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 the last in the last 3 years i mean uh, you know i lost my grandma she passed away in August 2020, and mm-hmm. like you know, you lose all this time with people. She was in a nursing home. She oh. went into a nursing home in, in uh, February of that year. So I mean, the last the last couple months of her life was phone calls and Ugh. window visits, um, which was horrible, you know. And and like this was she, she like she would come over and take care of me, even even in my 20s. <laughs> Like oh. if, if, if like my parents were away and I, and I was sick, like I could call her and she would drop everything and wow. she would come over to my house and take care of me. And, oh. and like, 
So and but it killed me because she was she was at Moravian Manor, dude. She was three wow. blocks from my house, and there was nothing I could do, and it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, and I and like and I get why it was done. I'm not faulting anybody for right. it. It was just a shitty situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've just I've kind of have hit this moment where I'm just like, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna give people the space, um, if if they don't deserve it. Right. Like I'm yeah. I, I'm gonna give my energy to people, um friends and 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 family that actually deserve it right. and, yeah. and you know and and certainly hope to do the same um cool i mean we hit we hit heavy stuff so yeah. as as we we wrap up and again I, as i said we we will this will not be the last it time thinks, you know it's funny you I, and i talk i, I don't here. know what it is about me but i it gets deep everywhere i go i don't know i, I it does with me too. it really <laughs> does and but i but i think i mean Critical conversations yeah. need need to happen yeah. in 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 any group and and uh, my friend Ryan and I, it's funny we'll go we'll go on like a Walmart run and this happened two weeks ago we went on a Walmart run and we end up sitting uh, in one of our driveways either out front of my house or out front of his and we're just just talking for half an hour about just these these like deep serious conversations and I'm like. One of these times, I'm going to pull my phone out and hit record. Yes. And just whatever this conversation is, is basically like what you and I are doing right now. Um, so, it, like, it needs That's to happen best. because, yeah. that I mean, that energy that energy gets inside of us. You, It's good to get it out, mm -hmm. for one. Oh, yeah. And I, I think if it can spark conversation with other people, that's that's valuable as well. And let me let me one more thing about the book Absolutely. situation. Okay, Absolutely. so let's just say there is some graphic sex scene in a book but maybe that's not the scene that sparks something in your kid maybe there's something else in the book so it's almost like parents by doing this aren't trusting their own kids right and they're stunting their kids it could be a book they love it could be a book that completely changes their mm -hmm. minds on something so what it is is parents fearing that their kids will believe differently than they do or they'll find something or they'll be changed which is okay that you know nobody wants that for their kid to to have them be completely like off the rails somewhere but i mean you don't know if you're preventing them from blossoming into something because of this book so anyway it's yeah just, no 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 we can move on um we talked earlier that music was was one of the things that that you and i first yep. connected with 20 plus years ago um, so a couple of quick questions before we, before we wrap it up. Um, if you could perform, obviously you're a guitarist. If you could perform on any album in history, what album are you performing on? <clears throat> so I gave this a lot of thought. Like, that's why I, that's why I gave you these ahead of time. Yeah. Cause I'm like, and this normally, requires some thinking. You know, it's funny. Normally I don't prepare for these things. I like to just come in and wing it. And whatever's on my mind is how it comes out. But I really, for this one, I was like, man, I really need to think about this because I love music so much. And there are so many amazing albums that would have just been like, even if I could have just played one note on that album, just to be in the room while it was being recorded. So I was, my mind was going all over the place. Would I have wanted to play with Green Day? Would I have wanted to play with Pink Floyd? Because who would you say, who would you say is your favorite band of all time? Oh, man. I, I would say... Dave Matthews Band. Okay. Uh, but I have so many favorites that, like, even saying that, I, it, I don't know that they're truly my favorite band. I just have so much music that I listen to. So so the thought came into my mind, a session guitarist. 
not even be part of a band. Oh, okay. So have you ever heard of the Wrecking Crew? Yes. Maybe it would have been awesome to be part of the Wrecking Crew. Oh, that'd be, yeah. I mean, that'd be phenomenal. I mean, because they played on so, so many. many. Like, it is well, I'm going to force blown. you to pick one. I will force you to pick one. But yeah, no, the idea of being like a session studio guy a is, studio guy would, would have been be awesome. awesome because... And actually, a lot of what Steely Dan did, they used a lot of session musicians. Yeah. On a lot, I mean, I think every one of their albums, they had st- session musicians. And it seemed, I, I think I've read that it every album, even every track would have different session players. Like oh, it I'm wasn't sure. the same set for the whole album. It was like, this song gets these guys, this song gets... Th-. So that would have been fun to be part of for like, sure. something yeah, like For sure, yeah, because you can be a hired hand on anything. But gosh, I think... To be part of something classic, to be part of something that was never done before, like be on the cutting edge of some genre or some moment in history. So my mind automatically goes to the late 60s, classic rock era, 70s rock. I'm thinking maybe Wish You Were Here, Pink Floyd, um, Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. I just, even, even Rush, um... To be part of Moving Pictures or Twenty One Twelve, and I mean, gosh, just all of these like progressive rock bands from that era, the classic like psychedelic Pink Floyd. I, I mean, to to give one answer, I will say, "Wish you were here." All right, mine, gosh. mine's, mine's actually. I shouldn't say easy because I did go over a lot of them. I thought you know, there's there's some there's some Who albums or. Uh, Queen albums or this and that, but when I, when I go down to it, and I am unapologetically a huge Kiss fan. I knew you were going to say a hu- that. I am a huge Kiss fan. Everybody, anybody who yep. knows me knows this as a fact. Like yeah, Kiss, Kiss is my favorite band. Yeah. So to me, it uh, Kiss Dressed to Kill has to be the album I would play on because that was the first Kiss album that I bought. Ironically, because it had Rock and Roll All Night on it. How did you get into Kiss? Okay, so. Um, I was in marching band in in high school. My the the first year I was in in my freshman year, uh, our percussion instructor at the time, Jim Love. I think he's still based at in like the Philly area as a drum teacher. I think I took lessons from him. Uh, you probably did. He was at drums etc. for a while. Did and, he ever give classes in the high school? Uh he might he might have done some lessons so. out of the I high took, school. I took like full drum set lessons from someone. Yeah, and that it, name sounds familiar. Um, but. He is a huge Kiss fan, huh. or at least was. I, I haven't I haven't spoke to him in years. Um, but these are good headphones, by the way. I just dropped my pen and I didn't even hear it drop. <laughs> they, yeah, the, the, <laughs> but the, we um, he would always try to like in, get people to listen to Kiss. And so my first year, he's like, "Have you ever listened to Kiss?" And I was like, "No, not really." I was like, "I've heard rock and roll all night." And he's like, "Oh, whatever." So he gives me he gives me um, Destroyer. Which had Detroit Rock City, yeah. Shout Out Loud, Beth. He gives me that, and I like went home and I listened to it. And I'm like, yo, like this, like this is pretty solid. So like, I decided I'm like, all right, if I'm gonna buy the first Kiss album I bought because it had Rock and Roll All Night on it, was Dressed to Kill. But there's like, there's a there's a lot of different uh, like there's this song Rock Bottom on there that has this really cool like two minute like guitar Ace Frehley guitar riff, acoustic guitar riff um, to start it off, and so like that would one hundred percent be the uh, be the album because I mean that launched me into my full fledged Kiss fandom. Um, but that the is, uh, the ironic is... part is I like now I hate rock and roll all night. 
Yeah. Oh, I could see that. Because it's it, when you like oh the rock and roll and like man they are like and they are not I'm not they are not the greatest musicians they never have pretended to be but like there's a lot of interesting Kiss tracks I I always point people towards their um Unholy album and um if you want to take a real wild trip check out uh music from the elder it's like this rock opera kind of concept that they did um so like i always encourage me dig dig into some of their deeper tracks because kiss is much more than rock and roll all night um but yeah it it has i can't get past the 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 persona of like the mask or not the mask the 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 face paint paint. i know i know that's hard to like that's that and they're a commercial machine i mean they are so what is it about them that is one thing like there are many bands that have super devoted fans. And I can look at those fans, even if it's a band that I'm not quite like into, I can see, okay, I can under- understand. But like, what is it about Kiss besides the music? Because you just said that their music, they're not the greatest of musicians. I, I, I think I think what it what originated in, and obviously I wasn't around in the 70s when, right. when, when, this, uh, when this took off, but when they when they first hit it big, it was their live shows that that launched them because you know their first three albums studio albums commercially didn't really do anything but they were opening for different bands and like word got around like there cuz they were they were doing pyro and they were doing mm-hmm. Spit and blood and breathing. And they were fire. the only real band that did that kind yeah, of. Yeah, like, like they they probably like them the and like Alice Cooper, Black Sabbath, maybe were all kind of around the same time. But like Kiss kind of took it to a different level, and so word kind of like that's like where the buzz came from, and then so they 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 started headlining um, shows instead of in, instead of opening, and they had the they had the idea to do Kiss Alive, which was the the double live album that basically saved their career and and their record company at the time was like nobody did live albums like now it's kind of almost become like mm-hmm. i mean especially i mean you said dave matt i'm a huge dave right, matthews yeah. fan too like they have nine thousand live albums right, so like yeah. everything's recorded and live albums now are just part everybody has a live album yeah back then that, that wasn't the case this is 1974 like nobody nobody did live out especially not a double live as, as a release like as, as a, a full release like, this is the album we're putting out this yeah year. and like, and yeah. like their record company was like you guys are nuts and they're like look do this if it doesn't work fire us whatever and just they had they had garnered such a a following from their live shows that the live album went ballistic and and every and so i think that's where like the whole like the idea of the kiss army because people would like travel around and and follow them on tour because like their live shows were were must see and i like i've had like even like my wife's not a kiss fan but like we we went we went and saw them um i think the 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 time she went with me well would have been 2016 um like visually like visually the show i've always told people like if you want and i mean you're running out of time they're on their well Allegedly, they're on their final tour, which oh I actually gosh. do think this is this is the this end. Is it. <laughs> I mean, they're in, well into their seventies oh, now. Yeah. Gosh, um, that's crazy. And uh, so, I like where uh, whenever their last set of U.S. date, I, I will see them one more wow. time for sure. Um, but I'm like, man, g- just go see them. Watch, watch a show. Like you may not never turn into a Kiss fan, but mm-hmm. like watch the show. And I think that's what it is. Like the, the the Kiss Army and all of that. I think it was. 
it was formed from this this passion of of and were they like this the way that the the, the face paint and everything like were they like that from the very beginning yeah um so like their their first album the, the the paint was was very raw the characters were just starting to form but because they they were born in like this New York scene where like you had the New York dolls and stuff like that that would do almost like a like a, a dressing like women and uh, like Gene Gene and Paul when they formed the band were like well we don't necessarily want to do that but we like the idea of being a, a character being something bigger than ourselves. So they they kind of created their own thing. Like Paul Stanley did the did the star because it was just kind of like you're 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 out in front. You're you know you want to be like you want to be the center of attention. Gene, for whatever reason, kind of just had like it's kind of like this darkness inside of him thing. I don't know where the cat came from for Peter Chris. Um, I guess he right, loved. Yeah. I guess he loved cats. And then Ace Frehley was. I mean, dude's a literal like space cadet. I so mean, were they always in character? Yeah, even in interviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so until 1983, when they unmasked for the first time for the Lick It Up album, and that's when Peter and Ace were out of the band at that point. Oh. So it was just Gene and Paul that were left. Anywhere anywhere they traveled, they either covered their faces or like if they did interviews, they did them in full in full getup. Huh. Because yeah, for for years you didn't know what. So Gene were or their Paul... personalities? Were they acting or were they themselves? It was kind of themselves, just turned up. Okay. So like you know, Gene... so this is interesting because you like wrestling, so you like the it's, spectacle. It's yeah, it's it's you uh, like uh, maybe uh, that's you know what I don't know that I've ever necessarily made the connection uh, the, the two because yeah, it, it's. There's a bit of themselves, but but they are in a, they are playing their character. Crank, crank it up. Yeah, maybe that. Look at that, dude. Look that's at that. Why you 20, like wrestling? Twenty years kiss, of being a Kiss sense. fan. It makes and it, sense. And it finally, you it know, finally. the the. So as you're explaining that to me, I recently got into a band. I've never been much of a metal fan. Okay, but I got into a band very recently called Ghost. Have you heard of them? I've heard of Ghost. Yeah. Do you know what they look like? Um, well, I'm aware of, um, I forget the, who is it, uh, well, Ghost is basically just the one guy right. and then he has the, the traveling musicians with him, right? But, but nobody knows who they are. Yeah. They're all in Yeah, character. they're in a, they're in a character and, and the character changes character. all the time. He is a character and it's, it's some sort of like, it's a riff on like the way that the papacy is set up yeah so like yeah, like what father or something he's was, like a pope i think or, yeah. or something like i think his character is literally like the pope but then there was a, a time where the character was like a satanic priest yeah and so looking at them and knowing them is completely different than what their music sounds like right their music's actually really good yeah it's it's wild like, i mean i, I like it i haven't dug down into it but a couple of songs that i've heard i'm like okay I can I can see I can see why this so uh, so th- that is a character yeah, it's, it's it's similar it's the so, music, yeah, it's similar like the music you listen to the music and then it like kind of adds a certain element there there's something added to it the experience that like you don't know who the musicians are you don't know who the singer is really and apparently they're also always in character and you never really see and even after if if the band members leave you don't really know who left or who's new because it's always like the same generic costume yeah Yeah. so back in the day with kiss that's how it was that's cool you didn't you didn't know like there's there's pictures of like gene and paul trout they would wear like cowboy hats sunglasses and bandanas over their face 
Wow. So they weren't in makeup, but you couldn't see their face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a rumor. I don't know if it's true. I read somewhere that Dave Grohl has sat in with them during shows. I would believe it. Yeah. I and and apparently other kind of that'd, big, that'd, that'd big names. Awesome. Yeah. So, so I mean, okay. It, it it's it's coming together now. There you go. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah, I'll definitely say um, I the 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 album I will rec- recommend the most to somebody who says that like Kiss is no good or that whatever is is the unholy. It was the la- it was actually the last tour album that they toured before the original four reunited. So you uh, unholy came out in in the early nineties. Um, so they they were much different than like the 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 makeup clad and all of that but for a makeup album that i would recommend it probably the last one with makeup is creatures of the night i think that's probably so did their albums have themes were, um, they, were they like a whole together story no now music from the elder was now music from the elder is is really really kind of a strange one because it was kind of a, a rock opera concept it was the only it was the only an album that initially didn't go above gold because a lot of like traditional kiss fans like panned it but now it's kind of become like a cult thing so they do they've done uh, a couple of kiss cruises and wow um and they like they for the one they did they were doing like acoustic sets and they had like pre-polled a bunch of fans to be like what what songs would you want to hear us do on on these on these uh acoustic sets and a lot of people were saying that they wanted to hear stuff from Music from the Elder, huh. so they had to go back and relearn these songs because oh they they didn't touch these songs. That that album came out in, I want to say eighty seventy nine or eighty. Wow. They haven't touched them in because thirty nobody liked years, them, so they wouldn't play it, them yeah. before. Um, wow. And 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 they had to kind of relearn them, and they said it was really cool for them to to go back and 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 get these. But yeah, creatures. Otherwise, it, I mean, they kind of had similar themes, but for the most part, like Kiss's music was just about. Rock and roll and girls and having fun and like living life to its fullest. So in a way, I guess they were themed, but they were all kind of around. Like the, a, it wasn't no. like a story. No, no like no, are no. you familiar with Rush? Yes, twenty one twelve. That's like a whole yeah, concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From start to finish. So I didn't know if Kiss had stuff. like no, that. No, no, okay. no, not really, not really. They weren't really on that. So in the in the same in the same light um, of of favorite bands and artists, things like that. Um, what band or art artist have you seen? perform live the most dave matthews band i've seen them three times three okay um well and actually okay so there's a band um i'm not a huge huge fan but my friend group there are fans uh in this friend group that they they like a band called dawes okay kind of the, the way that i would describe it is like they're a newer band they've been around for the last 10 plus years i would say it's like soft rock Kind okay. of mellow indie, uh, like I'm not a huge huge fan, but I've seen them also three times. Um, actually, no, maybe four times. But band that I actually really went out of my way to go see was Dave Matthews Band okay. three times. I've seen Green Day twice. Okay, I've never seen Green Day. I think I've seen Dave three times. I think really? I've also seen them three times. But it's been. I want to say the last time I saw them was probably 2005-ish. Oh, wow. Did um, you see them in 2003 when they came to Hershey? Yes. I was at that concert. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I was definitely there for that one because I think that was the same, 
That was the same summer. Was it the same summer I saw The Who with Robert Plant? Well, it would have been the year that we graduated high school, 03. Okay. So, so I, think, I saw them in September of that year. I think The Who and, and Robert Plant was 20, 2002. Oh, wow. So, so I before, think I saw them the year before. Wow. Um, but uh, here's the shocker. Mine answer to this question is also kiss <laughs> oh my gosh i thought you were gonna give me a truly like out of left field no dave would be the only because i think i've seen them four i've seen kiss five times wow um my my brother and i went we saw him on ironically enough the farewell tour oh, in, wow. uh, in 2000 um gosh. now to be fair and i've always said this to be fair that was the last tour that the original four members played with oh together because after that ace left the band and then shortly after, Peter left the band again. So then it's Tommy Thayer's on guitar. Eric Singer is on drums ever since then. So that's got to be weird as a fan of a band to see like a skeleton of a band still touring. Because um, at that point, I feel like it's not the same band. It's, in, it's in, a in a way, band. in a way, like, I mean, really at the heart of it, Kiss is Gene and Paul. Right. Um, because... I mean, even even when Ace first left in the early '80s, and Peter left in '83, so like I know, like they they took the makeup off and they they changed guitarists and and uh, drummers. Um, Eric Singer first came into the band in '91 when Eric Carr, who was their second drummer, uh, passed away. Uh, Two drummers named Eric. Yeah, that's funny. And one, yeah, and one after <laughs> another. Um, but, and, and Tommy, the guy who's a guitarist with him now, he started working with them, um, as like a video guy and like a guitar tech, um, in the nineties, he was in a, he was in an eighties hair band called black and blue. Um, he came into them and the funny part is he, when Ace rejoined the band in 96, 97, Tommy had to reteach Ace some of the kiss songs. Wow. Because uh, Ace like had, hadn't played them in, in so long. So um, like they're guys that have been like in the Kiss family. But to me, it's it's kind of like, I mean, you're kind of almost seeing it now with, with a lot of it. I mean, Leonard Skinner is still touring around. I've as, seen them. Yeah, I, I've actually never I seen saw them. them. I think it would be cool. If, maybe like, because I think they're going out this summer with ZZ Top. I don't even know who in the band is still an original member. I, I think, think it's just when, one one of the Van Zants, right? I f well, okay, so the singer that's with them now is actually the original singer's brother. Right. But he was never actually in Leonard Skinner when Leonard Skinner was huh. active. I'm pretty sure he was super young when like the brother died. And so I'm gonna look that up real yeah, quick. I'm I'm pretty see. sure. I wanna see if there's any if there's any original I think uh, here's my prediction. I think the only original member is the piano player. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember his name. Billy, no, not Billy. Yeah, uh, Gary Rossington is the last surviving member. He's been in the band. Is that the bassist? Um, Gary Rossington. See. Gary Rossington is. He's a guitarist. Okay. So he's one of the, he's one of the guitarists. So he's the only. He's the only one that that's actually an original. Wow. Okay. So when I saw them, I think it was he. Was the original uh, one of? I think he was there, but then the piano player was also there, and he was. That was. There was a moment. I think it was when they were doing Freebird, where the piano at the beginning. He kind of came up on the stage on his piano, and like the piano was kind of like spinning while he was okay. on stage, like pretty slowly. Um, 
But yeah, it was it was them uh, three doors down. Okay, that was a weird concert. That three sounds doors like down, a really weird bill. And then, because uh, like this summer it's Skinner and ZZ Top, which I feel like are in similar in similar wheelhouses. But yeah, three who, doors uh, down. It was um, Wailing Jennings's son or grandson, uh, Shooter. Shooter Jennings. It, so okay. he was there at that concert too. Okay. So it was like the three of them. Well, at I mean, the, I feel like Skinner and uh, Shooter Jennings are in the same way. But three, the doors, three doors, down. doors down part really. Is I, and kind I of think a th- three doors down was the opener, or not, not the opener, the headliner. Okay. I think it was like they were the ones. That's to wild. See. That's wild. Yeah. Okay. So this would have been like, I think I was still in high school, so 2002 maybe. Okay. It was when I worked at F97. I got to go to a lot of concerts when I worked at F97. Yeah. Like I, I went to Blink-182 Blink and met them. Okay. I'm going to see them this summer. Nice. Um, that's it's Dana's favorite band. Oh, that's so, cool. So yeah. um, she I, has seen them before. Has she met them before? She's never met them before. Oh, man. Um, but, uh, but yeah, this will be my first time seeing them. The, the, minute, the minute I heard that they, were, that they were coming back, I sent her a text and I was like, we're going like just... I don't care. I don't care what we spend. Whatever you want to spend, it nice. was kind of like, wow, you know, because because like and 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 so, but yeah, I've seen Kiss five times. The last time I saw him was twenty sixteen. So I certainly hope that they'll be around one more time so I can see him again. But uh, the 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 reason I, I said that to her is because so I saw the I saw Tom Petty in nineteen ninety nine. Ooh, um, and I fell in love with Tom Petty. I like Tom Petty. and. When, oh yeah, we did our video in yes, ninth grade. Yeah, running down a dream. Running to down a this dream. day, every time I hear that song, I still <laughs> think of the the weird effects. weren't we running around with like rakes? Yeah, at the end rakes of it. Improved. Yep, yep. I still I can still see that <laughs> when I hear that song. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, but when it was his the his fortieth anniversary tour, which sadly ended up being his his final tour, he was coming to uh, Philly, the Wells Fargo Center. And it was on like a Tuesday night or something. And I was like, I should go. Like, I, I haven't, I, you know, it had been a long time since I had seen him. And I went, it like, it started getting closer to it. And I think I like, I was like busy the day before the day after. And I was just like, man, like, do I really want to run to Philly on yeah. a Tuesday night to go see Tom Petty? I was like, ah, I'm just going to pass it. He'll be around again. Nope. And then obviously, you know, he, the, the tour finishes, he passes away a couple of days later. And at that point, it, I, we, I said to her, I was like, and we kind of both agreed, like, if there's somebody that we want to see, if, the, if they're coming around, like we got to. So yeah. the, the next summer was when McCartney came to Hershey. We went and saw that wow. a, a spectacular show. Yeah. So that's why, you know, when, when the original Blink members get back together, gonna go um, see them. I'm like, we, we have, like, we have to, yeah. like, there's no, like next, next year, WrestleMania is coming to Philadelphia. Like, oh, cool. She's already like, are those outdoors or indoors? The, the, well, it depends. Like they'll do Like last year they were at like where the Cowboys play. So obviously it's indoors this year. They're at, um, SoFi stadium in Los Angeles. So it's, it's covered, but it's also open air the way okay. that stadium is. Uh, but like next year it's at, um, Lincoln Financial Field. So oh, it'll, so, it'll, so be it'll be outdoors. That's cool. I've never been to a WrestleMania. It's Ooh. literally the closest that it will ever be. And it was like, I didn't even get the option to go, can I go? It, she just was literally like, you're going to get tickets to go wow. see this. Wow, so, that's exciting. Um, so yeah, like it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, I'm, I, I can't, I'm not going to... Can't pass it can't up. Can't pass up. Because you don't know if it's going to... Exactly. They might not be around or you might not be around. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like we just, uh, we just don't know. Um. All right, last thing, kind of the, like one of the big catalysts uh, to like doing this. Now we were supposed to record this back in in the summer, um, and then um, I had a 
the bit of, I, I never actually was sick, but I had kind of a COVID scare, so I didn't want to like put you or, oh, yeah, or yeah. your family Thank at you. risk Thank or you. anything. <laughs> um, so, uh, and that actually kind of worked out because now all this stuff with our, our reunion and this and that. But yeah. but kind of tying that tying it back to that, if there's something that you could go back and tell your younger self, like it, what what would you tell your younger self? I would tell my younger self to choose a different major. <laughs> and 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 keep my options open i think is what i would say uh because i i mean i'm probably just exactly like you i was so mm-hmm. laser focused that who knows what i could have missed like, i'm gonna i'm gonna grow up and i'm gonna be howard stern i'm gonna grow up and i'm gonna be dan yeah. patrick and, I'm and, gonna and, grow and, and even if i would have tried my absolute hardest and busted my ass and done everything the right way and kiss the right asses and blah 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 what are the chances i still would have made it to where i wanted to get yeah i mean you know not not to not to be so negative about it but i just think i i i should have pursued a different career is what i'll say now i i definitely loved my major i i took a lot of classes that i loved i i made a lot of lifelong friends even out of my professors I actually ran into one of two of my professors. Actually, they they have grandkids that are my kids' age, that's, and that's wild. they the my my daughter Eliza plays a clarinet, and so they had their fourth, fifth, and sixth grade concert for the whole Hempfield School District. And I ran into them, and we were talking, and and it's just like that's we awesome. we we follow each other on Facebook. Like they know what I've got going on in my life. I know what they've got going on. So I've made amazing friends out of professors for sure, and you know. I, I just think even if I would have selected the same major, I wish at least in high school for sure I would have taken the blinders off and not viewed the broadcasting classes as this is what I'm doing because this is what I want to do when I grow up. I, I Somewhere along the line, I lost the fun of it, I think. Yeah. I think I, I, I made it too much into my personality too. I mean, it was it was who I was for so long that... I didn't consider anything else. And I mean, that's, I I would go back and say, just, I would go back a little farther than 20 years. I would go back to like when I was 15 and tell myself like, Hey man, don't, whatever you think you want to do, that's probably not what you're going to do for the rest of your life. So take the philosophy class, take the art class, take the class that has nothing to do with anything you're ever going to do in your life because You'll probably learn something from it. So I think that's what I would I would Very do. Very good. I would tell myself, you are not going to believe the hell that awaits. No. I'm just kidding. Because, um, I mean, you really think about it. Like, I mean, in the in the 20 years, even the, the 22 years since since 9-11, because really that was the first, that was the first time I feel like our generation really had had a moment that, that, that rocked us and, yeah. and made us realize that um, life isn't just all fun. Right, yeah. Um, but like since then, I mean, you think of all the things that have happened in, in the yeah. last 20, 20 years. But no, the thing the thing I think that I would tell myself is just keep moving forward. Because, I, I mean, you, you, you think about it. You think about different different moments in time where there are adversities that seem like they are life-crushing. Like this is it. Like this is it, you know, it, whether it's, I mean, and again, like you go back to when you're you're a kid. What it, it's it's like the girl you hand a note with, and she says she just want to be your friend. You know, all of those little moments that yeah. seem seem just man, this is ne- it, it is never going to get better. Um, 
But eventually, like it does, you eventually you find the person that you're supposed to be with. You find the job. Um, you realize that that life isn't all just about the job and your career and yeah. this and that. And that you live your life and you find great friends and stuff like that. And you build you you build things that you enjoy and you're around people that you enjoy. And yeah, it it does get better. Um, that would be the advice to myself. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's great advice. I love that. That I, I probably, yeah, that I, I feel like I, I also not only put restrictions on like myself as far as what classes I was taking, because I keep coming back to all that. But like, yeah, I feel like there were a lot of risks I didn't take, things that I should have said or should have done that I didn't do, parties that I didn't go to because I was, you know, in my head for whatever reason or so, like that would have been a, a thing too to kind of just like chill out. Yeah, like just just uh, enjoy life. Yeah, yeah. I think because there was there there's certainly been times where I've, um, you know, not 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 had an experience because I was just like, man, well, you know, it's uh, uh, I just I'm kind of tired today or what. And I'm like now I think especially I think I've 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 almost kind of burned myself out a bit at times uh, in the last maybe about the last year because. I have found myself trying to make up for like pandemic time um, because, you know, we 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 were super serious about it. Like we didn't do. Oh, yeah. Like anything. Yeah, I remember. I mean, I remember seeing your posts and everything and, and kudos to you for still doing Wordle every day. Yeah, I, I do. It's I, funny how everybody, oh, everybody, yeah, for a while, everybody did it. it. And there are still, I think you're the only person I know of that still it. posts. I love it. I'm a word it's guy. It's funny. I, I, I got super into it. And then like there were a couple days in a row where it took me like six tries. And I was like, I'm over this. I think if, I, I, if it would have been an app, because it, yeah, you had to like go to, to the go browser. On. I just have it. I have it bookmarked. Yeah. I have it bookmarked uh, that I just, that I go to it. But I think, I think I, I, w- I think I'll be done with it. If if and when they either I I get a 100 day streak, Ooh. I think the closest I got to that was like 94. Oh, and I was like, you son of a! Did bitch. you just forget or what happened? No, I just didn't get the word. I forgot. I don't even remember oh. what the word was. This one a while ago. Or if I ever get it in one, if I ever You've get never it, gotten it in I've one. I've never gotten it in one. Do you, do you use the same word? No, I'll use different words every single time. I um, there's some days where I'll go. Where where I might repeat a word, but I, I I try to use different words. What what's your current word? Mm, I'll tell you what today what I what word I use today. So for the longest time when I was doing it, like whenever it was really popular and everybody was doing it, I think I never strayed from the word tears, and that always T I E R S or T E A R S. Yeah, okay. Because you I mean. Right off the bat, you knock out the, the most a lot of popular letters. letters, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that was always very successful. So today I started with tipsy. Tipsy. Today was to, and it just it's whatever word comes into my head. And huh. I usually do it at midnight because at midnight, uh, before midnight or once right right at right when it okay. right when it resets. So I'm, I'm always awake at that time. Oh my gosh, I'm a I'm a late night guy. That's funny. Yeah, I'm man. a late night guy. So I always get it done. If you look at the timestamp on my. On the, uh, the the share the, the story every yeah. day. It, it's 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 usually between midnight and one a.m. Um, but uh, one word I actually one word I was using for a little while was a do a i d i e u because it knocks out wow. a i e and u. So I didn't think it accepted other languages. 
Well, I think. Well, I mean, to do technically is. I mean, it's I, I, uh, whatever yeah, dictionary they use yeah, okay. for that. But yeah, that that was uh, that was the one I used wow. for for a while because it knocks out four out of the five vowels. Yeah. Um, but then it was just it was like so sometimes you know you would get an an a and an e, but you still had to place them and get all the and I'm just like. It, and I feel like once, because uh, I've heard like people on podcasts and stuff talk about like how that they use it. So I'm like, the, the New York Times is never going to make a do the word. So right. I'm never going to get it in one if I use that word. Huh. So I guess, I guess it's kind of it. it's kind of like the the lottery theory of like instead of like picking my own letters, um, you know, picking my own numbers for a lottery, I'll just take the random. For me, it's like if I just use whatever word pops in my head at that point, maybe I have a better chance of hitting it in one. I don't know. Do you play the lottery? No, I was going to say very seldomly. Like, I mean, look, when it gets when the mega ball or whatever, when it's at a billion dollars, when it gets to like the hundreds of millions or billions of yeah. dollars, we'll buy tickets. But like, I don't I don't do scratchers. I don't very seldomly will we go to a casino. Like, I think the only times I've ever really like hit a casino is if we go um, if we go see a show like at the sands Bethlehem or, oh, yeah. you know, somewhere that there's a casino attached to it. We'll yeah. go in and we'll gamble gamble. 70 bucks you know like yeah. go in scorch scorch some money on fire and then yeah. walk out but, yeah yeah have you ever won uh so right after we got married we went up to um to wilkesbury for a couple of days there was a, a really nice hotel up there and it was right down the street from the mohegan sun so we went in and i think we each gambled with like 200 bucks mine i i scorched it real fast she ended up winning i forget it was she was up a hundred and some odd dollars and um so I was like, yeah, we, we, we walked away with, with money and she go like, I was like, we won. And she goes, I won. I go, uh, uh-uh, uh, we just got married. <laughs> You're married we now. won. That's awesome. I was like a week ago, you would have won. Yeah. Today we won. That's funny. Like, are you, do you, you don't, you're not a gambling oh, no. guy. No, I'm see, that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not much of a risk taker. Um, I'm not really either. I, yeah, but even like I, I just the thought of going to a, a casino or playing the lottery, it's enticing, but like the chances of it of you winning are so low so i'm always just like eh. my biggest problem is is it is if i would do it more i would get i would get addicted to it yeah i have a, i have an addictive personality i mean obviously you could like i mean i it, like you said like i attach myself to hobbies and i go a thousand miles an hour um so yeah like if i if i started falling down like i don't do i know a lot of friends that do um like DraftKings and stuff like that like these oh, little, gosh, i'm like no. i can't Mm-mm. i can't because what would happen is like either I would have a really good day and I would try and like turn that into more or I would just keep losing and I would have this thought like, well, the more I play, the not, like, so I just, I, I don't do it to avoid the problem. Yep. 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 That's, I mean, that's, that's a good reason that's when it comes to money and stuff that could turn into a bigger problem. Yeah. The, the, the it's, it's too risky. The, 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 the cons are I, 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 I knew I knew somebody who um, they had lived and worked at a casino in Las Vegas Ooh. for like a couple of years. And then and they, they said the reason they came back is because somebody had come in with a briefcase with I don't remember the exact amount, but it was a lot of money. And they they put it on one. They, they went to a roulette table and put it on on like, you know, on 34 black or whatever. And they lost, and they, they they found the guy a little bit later. He had oh shot himself in his gosh. car, and it was, so like because like here's the deal: when you when you come in and do that, you're you you obviously you're, you're trying to turn that money into a lot more money really fast because you owe somebody. 
a lot of so like yeah when when you start getting into money and and so it, it is it is way too risky so like what I what I love to to dip my toe in the the sports gambling thing sure but I don't I'm not going to open that door because I don't know what's behind that door you know what I mean it's just it's just it's it's better because I, I like. I don't want to screw anything up. I don't want to screw anything up. I have a, I have a good life. I'm, I'm yeah. super happy yeah. and all of that. It's an and I'm unnecessary like, thing to tap into. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I play fantasy football. I do, uh, like, right now, I do, like, the Super Bowl blocks where you, it's $10 a block. At most, you can win is, like, two. that's the gambling that I do. Yeah. It's these these one-shot, like, game of chance yeah. situations. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, I don't. I don't get into the casino world. Good. I don't get into all of that because it is, it is, it's not worth it. No, it's not, not worth all. it for me. Nope, definitely not. Hey man, uh, you got anything to add? This was fun. This is a lot of fun. We, we will. Could, we could go on for hours. Yeah, we will most certainly. And and I mean, we we almost went two hours. It so where is this going? Okay, so what is the show? So okay, so this one, this is discussions with a nobody. Oh. Um. And and this came from I had I had blogged. I forget it was writings from a nobody or something like that. And and it was a blog that I had started when Trump got elected. And it was just like, I got a, I got feelings, I got thoughts that I got to get out. And I, I kind of fell off doing it. And then um, during the pandemic, like I was, because I was unemployed, I, I started focusing a lot of energy on my podcast projects. And I was like, well, I have sports and I have wrestling. And then like, I have thoughts and, and things that aren't just wrestling that aren't wrestling sports. or sports. Yeah. So I kind of morphed the writings from a nobody into a, this podcast. And it's that's literally cool. about everything else. So that's what this is. That's where it'll go. Um, Who else have you had on? Um, you are the first Ooh. person locally that I've had. I've had a guy, um, a friend of mine that I've met through the podcasting world that he's on um, – my sports show and I'm on with him and his guys with their wrestling podcast uh weekly but he's been on here a couple of times talking about music and different things but yeah you're the first you're the first local person I think has ever been on here um but yes that that's where it's gonna that's where it's gonna end up um good luck editing this well there's, be... a, well, there's going to be no editing. I'm, I'm, I'll, oh, I mean, like, um... I'll, I'll like record an intro. I'll throw the music on, oh. and it's just going to fire up. That like that, that. I've I've always taken. I've always kind of taken that approach. Like, even if I'm recording a show, I'm recording it as if it's live. Right. Okay. So there's there's really there's there's no editing. It's just it's it's raw. It's conversation. Well, that's it's because that to me it it's it's more genuine that way because you can sit there and you can pluck out every um and cough sneeze oh breathe but like but that's not how people it's talk not, it's not how people talk right. I, I would rather like and and really with this one it is discussions we're mm -hmm. just we're sitting here talking i gave you framework yeah you know ahead of time but you didn't know the specific things i was going to ask for the most part so i that's the way i like it i like yeah. free-flowing it, it's fun it's fun man um but yeah i definitely had a blast we'll certainly uh we'll, we will certainly one. do this again but uh, man, it was a blast. Let's add another podcast to it. Let's do the What's Happening at Warwick. Yeah, and you know what? We'll high school. Yeah, we'll, school we will certainly talk about that, that because that's fun. Even That'd if it's just a short little series. But I, I like that idea. Yeah. I like that idea. Well, Eric, thank you, thanks, man. man. I appreciate it.